0: come out an hour later and there's she's gone but there's people out there so i go say hi to you know the people that stayed up okay so i'm like hey and there's like a a little dog named ginger i go hi and the guy's like oh that's ginger i'm like and then fucking drunky Comes out of the bushes like Kool-Aid and goes, We were gonna name him Farley. Oh my god. I go,
1: Wait a second.
0: <laughs> hey, this dog isn't even named Farley and this oh, is your dog. Oh Ginger? Oh. And the guy goes, What? Well, and she goes, Remember, Dan? We and he goes, It's a girl. Well, no, but if it was a guy and then I go, what the fuck oh, and you, then you I, put up with all that and the dog's name isn't Farley? Not even. That? Oh, Then I walk I go by and I walk away and she goes, I'm Going back to the van, hot shot. Nah. And I go, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hotshot's leaving.
1: Uh, and then I hear
0: her go, Dan, you fucked it up. And he goes, oh, fucked up your tremendous lie?
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. David Spade, this is it. Ralph's yeah. calling in with his review of your appearance oh. today. Ralph. Oh, of today? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey,
0: <Ralph>. review. <laughs> go ahead, Ralph. A great story. Hot Hotshot.
1: Hey, Hotshot. Hotshot. Should shot. I follow
0: I you know. to the van?
1: <laughs> i was surprised you didn't go home with you. All right, hey, Ralph, hi. what do you want?
0: No offense to
1: Conan, but Spade's a much better guest. Oh, my God. Listen, He's
0: got a great attitude. He's naturally funny. He's honest. He gets the show. He's just like a perfect guest. He can hang... You know, it has got the nice. subtle piece. Well, there you go. So, well, Ralph, that is nice of you
1: to say. Uh, so you, five. You have top just been five. voted higher than Conan O'Brien <laughs> by Ralph. I, I, I hope Alf, Ralph I think everyone, you. <laughs> but wait a second. My book, everyone is missing the point of the book. <laughs> I was saying <laughs> I that I felt a balls. connection. I love it. Well, you have a real yeah, conversation with me. It, We're just it. fucking around. Well, You know I have a connection with you. We I tell, love of you. Full disclosure. David and I text a couple of times a week. You send me emails. They're the nicest emails. I send you. Uh, I send emails. you things in
0: the show that crack me up. In case people, and it you know, gives me. And it's it, nice it, to
1: hear. And it's nice. And it inspires me. And I love it. And uh, uh, and, and then
2: he says Conan is his favorite. No,
1: listen, <laughs> no. I'm talking about an emotional connection. Yeah,
0: you, you know, you don't, you don't know. You're 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 the whole like I'm talking for the audience as a listener. Right.
1: Of course, Spade is just great. Spade is in a whole category by himself. I think I'm doing Conan's. Uh,
0: Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. I
1: did it, and it was uh, a lot of fun. Conan's great.
0: He was a big help. Ralph, when I was on SNL before you were born, <laughs> uh, Conan was a writer with Bob Odenkirk, Smigel, what a Jack Handy. Can you imagine Jim Downey? Bob, let me take that in. Bob Odenkirk, it was fucking great. Great, great actor better and call, a great writer. Better call Saul. Smigel is a Smigel's genius. Smigel a genius. I and mean, Conan's a genius, and what? then you got Jack Handy who does deep thoughts and tunes I, his.
1: And you were and, Downey, Tuses, and you were hired to write writer. with those guys. And then there's
0: Mike Myers writing, Dana, oh. Dennis Miller.
1: Oh, you must have been Phil under so, Hartman, so much pressure. Kevin
0: Nealon, Sandler. What's Rocks. more pressure?
1: That group or going on Carson?
0: That group was sickening. they're yeah. too good? It was too good, and group. I didn't. I didn't know And when, know you, it and
1: when you go to pitch meetings. Were those guys like hitting ball, like home runs out of the oh, park? Yeah, and, and Norm. And Norm's a genius. You know, like, Everyone's so genius. smart. Yeah, every one of these guys. Y-
0: it, Colin Quinn's Everyone's so smart that when you go and then you leave there, you're so shell-shocked because you go, how am I going to be any good? And then when you leave, you go, oh, so everywhere I go, all 19 people <laughs> won't be off the charts great. Uh, It'll be like hit and miss, thank God. What <laughs>
1: a group of people all writing.
0: Yeah, and, it really. And I can imagine
1: well. how in- intimidating it is as a young man who gets hired there, and you're with all these guys who are so fucking witty. And, it's even, too tough. and, and even though you're you're right up there with them, witty, you just kind of feel inside. I wasn't them.
0: quite as sharp. I was sort of fast on my feet, but I couldn't. uh I couldn't put pen to paper and make. You know, they go right. And Lauren would go. That's funny. Give it to Dana. I'm like, ah, mm. like I don't go. What do you have for Mike this week? I'm like, I don't know how Mike knows how he's funny. It's you can write him something, and they just. Blank out. Do you
1: regret like that you weren't bigger on? I mean, I thought, you you know, but so when you look back on Saturday Night Live, you go, Oh, this is what I should have done.
0: Uh, I still, I don't think I was ever perfectly suited for when I was living with Kevin Nealon and Dana in a a rented house. They were on the show. And I promise you, it did not cross my mind to be on the show. Really? I just thought, well, that's, I mean, Dana's characters, Kevin's great. Kevin was even more like me, but I just said, Oh, I'm just trying to be a fucking middle act. I would Mm. I'm not even. Cocky enough to think I could be a headliner. Forget going on SNL. How'd
1: you get hired if you had that feeling about yourself? I
0: did a special of HBO and Dennis Miller hosted and he thought it was funny. He and, you know, they all
1: told Lauren that I should be a writer. Wow. I didn't want to be a writer. No. I got hired with Rob and he's like, this is great. When you'd write something great, were you like pissed when someone else got to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I was, the worst was read throughs when you would do a bit that did actually well. And it wouldn't get on. You're like, fuck,
1: because too it, everyone's too good. And do you always think you're going to get fired because you don't get enough stuff on?
0: Yeah, and they told me every year. And you know the sickening part of you have to move? Forget this part. You have to move like in May because Lauren won't say you're coming back. Ugh. And he goes, we don't know with him. And so I have to get rid of my apartment, move my shit, go back to L.A. to save money. Meanwhile, the fucking hassle is not even worth it. I would never do it again in a million years. Then move back when I got hired. Find another apartment, get another bed, get another oh my fucking God. pencil. Jeez! Thank God you had that youthful yellow energy pad and no, like no you could- computer, so I had to drive my fucking shit in and hand it in. Oh. And then drive home. You hey.
1: mean Lorne would never say to you, "Don't worry, you'll be back." So hold on to your apartment. It he,
0: wasn't until the last year he said,
1: "You're hired for next year." I was like, "If you want to come back." I said, so oh, in man. other words, they don't pay you for the year. So you're like, "Hey, I got to save money. i might get getting right. paid now." Oh, that's it. Is it's only for when those weeks? So I'd have working. to find a place. It was month and month. That's anyway, like, that was the stress. That's like the Saturday Night Live migration. You know what I mean? Mm. Like where a bunch of guys doing that, like like selling their apartments and, or
0: some keep- of them were smarter. The the vets would keep it and just say, fuck it, it's too much work. Right. And then but I go, you're going to play for a place here and in L.A.? or not even in it? Like, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. You watch a show and you think, like, these guys got it made. You know? He's yeah. like... Yeah. I'm sure they're going through the same thing. I had dinner with Bill Hader, um, Jorma, Tim Meadows, and uh, MacGruber, tell me, Will Forte, yeah. and Molly. And we had dinner, like, uh, two months ago. So fun, because... Molly sort of overlapped my year, but they didn't. And Molly uh, Shannon, Shannon, yeah, so sweet. And we and we all just cracked the fuck up because we we could tell stories that were so interrelatable. Even if you were there five years later,
1: just all the same. And you forget how many people came yeah. out of that place. All right, all right Robbie. You go. So Ralph, I like, gotta like, yeah, nice go. Of you. Hey, um,
0: wait, wait, quick question. The, the, the stuff that you're famous for, like the the, the airline bit, did you write that? Bye bye. Like was that your oh receptionist? Bye-bye. I wrote. Gap girls. I wrote. Hollywood yeah, Minute general. I wrote, right. but uh, "Bye Bye" was Fred Wolf uh, came to me with the idea, and then we uh, I helped him with it, but it was his idea.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Was, yeah, yeah. bye.
0: Every time we were on, it killed man. Later, thank
1: you, bud. Right, bye. That was nice. Ralph, look at Ralph putting Ralph you. Ralph has in front you of on
2: the top of his list.
1: Yeah, yeah. you you killed it. <laughs> All right, look, David Spade. Let's everybody <laughs> agree to watch Lights Out with David Spade. I know I will. Weeknights at. Where are you going? Just going me let me do the rundown. Okay. Weeknights at 11, that's already out the door. No, I
0: feel bad because I
1: what? Why do you stayed feel bad? Little, about I stayed extra. What? I named my dog Farley, and I'm bothering you.
0: <laughs> Farley, Farley. No, it's actually it. Ginger. Ginger. <laughs> I can't believe ginger the dog was damage. gonna be so Farley, man.
1: <laughs> you know, here's what man. I here's what I pray for you. This new show is a big hit, and you get to play Indian reservations that serve alcohol. <laughs> What do you think of that? That's the pinnacle of there career you go. success. Watch David Spade host Lights <laughs> Out with David Spade. Hey. What a catchy name. Weeknights at 1130 on Comedy Central. I'm excited. You are you know, I'm excited about this.
0: It'll be fun. I'm already excited. We did four test shows, like top to bottom, and it yeah. was hard, but it was good. We were cracking up so hopefully we'll see if i crack
1: up that's i know that's that's we'll see if ralph if ralph (laughs) cracks up here in business (laughs) follow david on instagram you've got to Mm -hmm. at david spade it's really good i I don't know how you're going to keep up with all that shit with the the new show but we'll see not enough hours in the day there's no girlfriend inside but that was my point i I don't know how you could be in a normal relationship you're cranking out a ton of material i think you got to just keep
0: working i could i'm just being
1: you're in love right now aren't you uh-oh. Guess that's my ride. <laughs> I hear the beeping. Wait, don't leave. We're we'll coming each. Wait a second. You can hear David on Sirius XM Comedy Grates channel. What channel is that? Ninety four. Anything you want to leave by saying? You know, do you want to. What's party? on
0: channel? Ninety
1: four. Uh, Sirius XM Comedy Grates. You're on there too. You're on there all the time. You want to say something? You want to make a statement? Any kind of thing? No, I'm just uh, what final words. I'm, I appreciate being here. Right. I always listen. I, feel, man.
0: I love you. Crack up you. in the car every day. I'm glad uh, you just Robin to and Fred are here. What did I just
1: say to you? you I know. What kidding. did I say?
0: You said one, four, three. Right.
1: One, four, three. <laughs> That's
0: the only thing I can say. <laughs> you embarrassed
1: that a man is telling you he loves you? No, but you I thought you homophobic. You started to French me, so I backed off. Oh, come on. French, I was going to rim you. <laughs> you no, I, to uh, I think pop it's in? nice. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do?
0: No, right. I okay. do like the Ronnie puppet. Though.
1: Ronnie puppet, he's back there. I know it, it's so good. That's why I just. I'd like sit to see you with me. the Ronnie puppet to say hello. You want to leave on the? I think the when one?
0: Ro- Oh, is he over there? Yeah. I think when Ronnie walks me in, he doesn't want to say too much because it could be fodder later. Right,
1: right, you right. Know what he's what mean? Smart, he smart. keeps quiet. Right. You
2: don't think there's anything professional about him? <laughs> Ronnie
0: puppet. He was accidentally yeah. professional. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Hey,
1: hey Spade. How's it going, buddy? How can I see you? He can't see you. Yeah. Stand up. Wait, I'm standing. Wait, uh, wait. We're both short. <laughs>
0: Ronnie, it's great to see you. I nice gotta, to see you,
1: too. You, you could have kept that chick there from uh, getting with Jack Nicholson if you just had one thing. What's up? A dildo. Oh, a dildo. A a played right into it. Purple dildo. <laughs> I like David Spade talking sex with the Ronnie puppies. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh uh Oh, what's up, guys?
2: There's a mic. Uh, situation. don't worry about it. No, yeah, all right, all yeah, right, no,
1: come no, on. No. We got to <laughs> get going anyway. Enough with that. You know, no, start him with Mike. Everybody. All right, um, David. Thank you so much. Thank the you. great David Spade. Lights out, David Spade. Weeknights at 11:30 on Comedy Central. Make sure you hear it. And what did uh, Baba Booey whisper in your ear?
0: He said, "Let Howard say goodbye
1: to you." Let Howard say goodbye to you. Yeah.
0: No, no, maybe I don't away, want away. it. Was no, room. no,
1: I like. That he's <clears> running. Throat> no, throat> no, it's enough. All right, I'll see you in a
0: year. A show that doesn't know how
2: to end itself. We'll be
1: back right after (laughs) these words.
0: As a white person, what do you think white people have to apologize for?
2: Nothing. But why white people? Well, what do Indian people have to apologize for? What do black people have to apologize for? What is the difference for white people?
0: Skin color and history and
2: experience.
0: As an individual, I've got nothing to apologize for. Yeah,
2: I just don't understand the question in
0: general. I'll say it again. As a white person, what do you... You don't have to say it slowly. I know. I, I get you. The answer's nothing. End of... That's it. Nothing. To me, that's a very racist kind of question. I mean, you don't need to be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. How many black people go out in gangs, you know, kill people? It's a high percentage of black youth. Terrorism. That's not white people. I've got nothing it's to so, be so, sorry for. Living in a country where I'm sort of becoming a bit of an outcast. It's a ridiculous question. Well, why it's, is it triggering you so much? Because I've, I'm offended by it. Why? Well, why white people? Because you're a white person. Right, go and ask that guy. There's a guy, black guy there. Ask him now. Come with me. Come
2: that guy there with the black cap up there, him. This guy here.
0: She has a question for you. No, no, no. Yeah, what's going on, bro? This white couple think white people have nothing to apologize for. Right. As an African-American person, no, no, no. what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, shit. And I, didn't, I, just, I, just picked, I didn't pick you in particular. What did they need Slavery. to apologize? I couldn't understand the question. That was all. Slavery. still stealing the culture. stealing
1: everything from us right. and trying to trying to get the credit for it. Yeah, anything else? Ridiculous. The white man needs to apologize for his oppression that he has implied on the earth
0: since day one. But they're nothing to do with me. Do you accept their apology? Yeah, I would accept it because... I don't know what he's got to accept. (laughs) It's the most ridiculous, racist question I've ever been asked in my 42 years. You're clearly racist. Thank you so much for apologizing. I'm not. We love you, man. This is ridiculous. You still don't
1: want to apologize? I'm not Uh, apologizing. Fuck you, no. Okay, time for news.
2: Was the way to go.
0: To
2: I would give you my slot if they'd let me. But she
0: still hasn't taken off her time. Well first you're gonna have to
1: tie me up. Uh-uh. No, she still hasn't taken off you have
2: to look good in your underwear.
1: Right. Still hasn't taken off. Our top, that was sent in. You've heard of you too, Robin. That was boob too. Boob too. <laughs> there you go. Very witty he, name.
2: I was, uh, did you say this, that uh, Tom Brady
1: he's was something. on some
2: vacation in Costa Rica. And he probably saved somebody's life. No, he took, he has a six-year-old daughter. I right. think she's six. And he's standing on the edge of a cliff. And he's holding on to his daughter's hand. And he says, they're both going to jump. Hmm. And I guess somebody's videotaping this whole thing. Yeah. And um he holds her hand. And then he gives the countdown. Three, two, one, or whatever. And then the they start to jump. But the daughter hesitates. Right. But he's holding on to her. Uh-oh. So she goes anyway. And a lot of people are criticizing him today for having, first of all, his daughter jump off a cliff. And secondly, that she wasn't under her own free will, that, you know, she actually hesitated. And it looked like she didn't necessarily want to go, but she had no choice because she was hold- he was holding her hand.
1: My dad pushed me off a cliff.
2: <laughs> he didn't go with you.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no, it was a good lesson. Well, you know, you got to find something to criticize Tom Brady over because he's perfect. You know, um, now, now you want to talk about that. My dad pushed me off a cliff. It, there was no water. It was just a cliff. <laughs> so <laughs> you jump. It's enough. <laughs> stop it. You town But, uh, yeah, now they're always looking for something to pick on Tom Brady about.
2: But it is- kind of wrong to.
1: I haven't seen the video. Force
2: but your daughter to jump.
1: Yeah, she's Tom Brady's daughter. She'll be fine. You know, you got to toughen her up. Oh my god! I don't know. I didn't you, see it.
2: You don't want to criticize Tom Brady. You should see it. You would be screaming because you would never be in that situation. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> my girls, my girls and had to pull never me. Never
2: put your daughters in that situation. No, my,
1: my daughters put me in that situation. <laughs> they had to pull me into the water. I was such a pussy. No, I'm, I was, uh, I was what they call a helicopter parent. Yes. Uh, I got criticized by a lot of my friends. I would worry about the kids so much that ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. this yeah, how you stood around watching
1: yeah. them play on the playground. Oh my God. When they were young and I would bring them, I would, you know, I get home from work pretty early and I would rush home and I would take them somewhere. And I, the whole time I was just filled with dread that something terrible was going to happen. So I, I, I mean, it was, it was too much emotion for me. They're, they're so young and innocent and they're a little girls. You know, but, uh, I was raised a different way. Look, Holly, it's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Go look closer. I don't know. I, I, I was a helicopter parent times 10. Uh, I was not good.
2: Yeah. That. But if you saw this, you, you would have said something because.
1: Yeah. I haven't it, seen lo-
2: it. First of all, it's dangerous. Right. They're not tethered to anything and. They're pretty high up above the water. And so it's not like a little jump.
1: Yeah, but probably Tom was raised you know you know, he's got that fearlessness gene. Like
2: Well, know. they say he loves he chases adrenaline on and off yeah. the field.
1: I see a lot of Goyama like that. <laughs> and uh they you know I don't know what that means. You know, they're fearless. They kinda <laughs> like they don't worry about the ramifications <laughs> of jumping off a cliff. It's different for me. I, I have to think everything through. I'm super cautious.
2: Even the rock saw it and said he, it gave him anxiety.
1: <laughs> <Dead. Yeah. laughs> I have to think of it did? Yeah. Is, is Giselle in the video?
2: <laughs> no. She must be shooting it. Oh. <laughs>
1: Boy, that Giselle, huh? What a bod.
2: But, uh, yeah, that's what he was doing on vacation, forcing his daughter to jump off a cliff. Meanwhile, we were talking about this with Sandler. I mean, with... um Sandler
1: with spade what's going on over there
2: Well, i'm looking at adam sandler's name oh. because we're going to talk about adam sandler okay. telling that story about asking adam levine to perform at his daughter's bat mitzvah on the jimmy kimmel show
1: god i couldn't do something like that
2: i know this is what i wanted to talk to you about um you know sometimes i guess especially in hollywood right there is this pressure to to turn your child's birthday party into like a major event.
1: Yeah. You don't want all your uh, celebrity friends showing up and not having top notch entertainment. Right. Right.
2: And so I guess at the last minute, he was just like, wait a minute. I haven't done enough <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make this special one eight.
1: Yeah. I- all right. Let me, uh, let me play that. Then I'll try and retain this story I have for you. I'm having a glitch with my equipment, Robin. Just, don't worry, I'll repair it right. Now. <laughs> I'm, I'm good now. Adam Levine performed for your daughters' bar mitzvah, right? So, what now? What are you gonna do for the next one? I know she's in trouble. We got to come up with something. Uh, maybe
0: Adam will come back. I can't. I can't top my Adam. How'd you work that? Oh, no, he's such a good dude. Man, I texted him. I, wow. I, I, I he he responded right away and said, "Yeah, I'll come back. He used to go. He grew up out here. Yeah. He used to go to bar mitzvahs at. This place we did it at, and he swung by, did three songs with his buddy from Maroon 5, and, and uh, it was like the crowd was going, every age was going crazy. Kids, adults, my mother was horny. It was very nice.
1: So now he owes him. I mean, he's only... That's he's,
2: how you look at these
1: Oh, things. yeah. I tell you the truth.
2: And he was talking to uh, Kevin Fraser from Entertainment Tonight, oh. not Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Sorry. Well, I got to tell you. Yeah, like I would never say to Adam Levine or Adam Sandler or anybody, come play my kid's bar mitzvah. Because then there's quid pro quo. I don't want to be in the quid pro quo (laughs) loop. I just don't.
2: Well, that's how you feel about David offering you a favor.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I said to my wife, he does not mean it. Leave him alone.
2: But also now you feel like you owe him something.
1: Yeah, I know, because when he was talking about his new show, I was like, oh, thank God, well, thank God it's in California, so I don't, you know.
2: Now there's another reason
1: not to go to California. Yeah, I mean, Bill Marge just wrote me a personal note and said, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to your visit to my show. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to somehow produce. Uh, Mary Ann, go ahead in New York what he means he's honest he wanted
0: to do a few i met him twice happy birthday david i met him years ago by uh by a fundraiser for david lynch and he took pictures and he was talking to us and at your birthday show howard me and him have a selfie and he could have been nice
1: all right there we- you go all right nice endorsement from marianne for david spade
2: amazing
1: wasn't that an amazing um barking Anecdope, sound yes. yeah wasn't that an amazing story <laughs> uh, what else is in the news robin
2: uh, this, do you watch Family Feud? I know you said you love it. Celebrity Family Feud. No, I just
1: watched Maria Menounos and her husband, uh, Kevin Underou. Oh, really? Uh, yes. And who were they playing
2: against?
1: Oh my God. I don't know who the, the people they played against. I never heard of. They call it Celebrity Family Feud. <laughs> I, w- Gary, look up who Maria Menounos played. I never heard of these people. I'm like, wh- who's the celebrity here?
2: Well, Maria. Well, obviously. yeah, but who's but who's, who's the this? Celebrity on the other side.
1: I think they just got some people up there. And- <laughs> was it Jeannie Mai? Who is that? I, don't know why. Is she, I think she's on the real. Oh Ooh. my god! Ooh. Is they a reality show? No, mm-hmm. that's a talk show in oh. the
2: daytime.
1: I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" I mean, okay, you know Maria, but oh, who's I, this I, other person? If I was on Celebrity Family Feud and I'm playing against Jeannie Vi, I'm walking out. <laughs> I'm out. Well,
2: last night, Andy Roddick, who's, uh, the last great American professional tennis player was on with his wife, Brooklyn Decker, who's a model and her family.
1: Oh, I'd watch that.
2: And so Brooklyn
1: Decker. Yeah. Yeah. What is she wearing?
2: I don't know. I didn't watch the show. When I watch
1: these shows, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, You know, if I see Maria Menunis is on, she better wear something sexy. You don't watch one I watch. What? The, um, Victoria's Secret Angels. versus (laughs) Versus, <laughs> I watched the whole thing because I just wanted to see what the gals were wearing. It was Victoria's Secret Angels versus fuck. It was like Bachelors or Bachelorette. Yeah, the Bachelor. That that was. Oh, I thought you know the Bachelors from the Bachelor Show. Like that was like I don't want the Bachelors from the Bachelor Show to be on Celebrity Family Feud. You know that plays into like the ridiculousness, right? come on you got there's got to be a line in show business what is a celebrity celebrity family feud is embarrassing enough (laughs) you know what i mean you don't want like the angels are playing even at least the Victoria's secret angels are famous
2: and good looking
1: yeah but uh maria manunas it was insulting
2: well uh Andy Roddick was on and his wife Brooklyn was asked the question and it was a, a very interesting answer she gave. Okay. Uh, Steve said, name a person. You're in a hole. Name no, a, name a reason
1: you're in a hole. Name a reason you're in a hole.
2: Yeah. And, uh, this I'd be like, what fuck happened. you,
1: Steve. I don't even know what you're talking about. No <laughs> reason I'm going to be in a hole.
2: Well, Brooklyn had an answer.
1: Mine'd be like, I'm shooting a movie and I'm too tall for my co-star. <laughs> Let's see how many answers. <laughs> hey, Steve, name a reason you're in a hole. Spend too much money. Spend too much money. In debt, baby. Hey, Brooklyn. No strikes. Name a reason you're in a hole.
0: You're a man having
1: sex. Mm. Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go. A <laughs> 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 cunt is yeah. a hole. <laughs> Let's
2: hear it. <laughs> <laughs> having sex. <clears throat> oh,
1: sixteen. What about your dead?
2: Matching uh, with absolutely no one when you're having sex with a woman. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, I know. You're a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a hole because you're pegging Ronnie. <laughs> Holy mackerel. She's my kind of gal. That's one of the,
2: you know, that goes right up there with. Uh, yeah,
1: in the butt. What's the
2: most unusual place you've ever had sex? That newlywed game. In where the, the ass. Guy said, in the
1: butt. <laughs> Yes, balls from Pennsylvania. Hey, you now I just wanted to say that was a great interview, Spade man. I I love every time he comes in. He's, Marianne's right; he's always honest. He's always bringing great stories. Uh, I don't know, man. I think he maybe should have been the best interview of all time. Spade is a great interview, right, Robin? Oh, I, mean, he,
2: I love it when he comes in.
1: It's he—he's he, just got a good vibe. He's got a good sense of it. He doesn't. Uh, I like his attitude, you know. Gets in, he gets settled in on the couch, starts to tell us about shit that's going down in his life.
2: And he just has an interesting way of just looking at life.
1: Yeah, I like how he looks at, like, even Jack Nicholson stealing his girlfriend is almost an honor.
2: (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's a big star.
1: Hey, I'm going to steal your girlfriend.
2: (laughs) Be my guest.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. I Like (laughs) she goes, you're supposed to fight for me. That's a great story. I'm sorry. You know what? That is pretty damn good. Conan better come in here and talk about Jack Nicholson stealing his girlfriend. Yeah, he better bring his A game next time he's in there. You bet, balls. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, real quick, I wanted to ask you, too. Uh, what, I, I, who asks you for more stuff? I mean, you're saying people's always bothering
2: you for things? Yeah. Do regular people like me bug you for more stuff, or do celebrities ever bother you a lot?
1: What, in my email? No, just like asking you for things like money or to come on a show or to do this or for I, so everyone in my life asks me for stuff. I have very few people yeah, who don't. It, Robin, the exception. It does it more celebrities. Robin never asked me for anything. Fred, constant. <laughs> Fred too, by the way.
2: What's the weirdest thing a celebrity's ever asked you
1: for? Oh my god! I mean, kind of like you know, hey, would you uh, come on the show or would you, you know, you know what I mean? It's like they. They know you're supposed to go through an agent, so I have an out. You know what I mean?
2: Right. They try to get you to say it on the air.
1: Yeah. Or uh, what? Let's see. Let me think about that. You know. Geez. What the hell I is? Forget them? who. Has anything was. Ever, ever been like offen- like offensive to you? And no. And no. It's just that everything is like, a, um, hey, you know, I don't want to bother you, but you want to do this, you want to do that, you want, you know what I mean? There's always something fucking going on with everybody. They try to guilt you. It and it's, it's an it's a nice thing because they respect you enough that they want you on a show and how nice that someone wants me, but it it gets it's not even or like um, I don't know I, I got to go balls I'll think of some examples
2: Yeah, we would like to know
1: nobody recently
2: the kind of requests not to to give you
1: <laughs> right Well, Something just you haven't heard before. just be like Robin <laughs> I don't think you've ever bugged me once.
2: I, I try not to. No.
1: And then when I call you, we just have a nice conversation.
2: Yeah. That would be, I, that would be horrible. I believe you. Every time you. I called you, I wanted something.
1: You're not a pain in the ass. Fred's good that way too. Fred doesn't, Fred That's and right. I don't even write. We write each other Fred, on his Fred doesn't birthday. Call Only when write. it's necessary. Yeah. He very rarely bothers me unless he has an idea for the show or yeah. something.
2: Well, then you appreciate that. Right.
1: Although he could go through the writing team, but all right, whatever. <laughs> that would be. Well, sometimes it's more urgent. Won't be so urgent. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, you're not a pain in the ass. Thank you.
2: All right, Howard. What is the highest grossing movie of all time?
1: Of all time. Now, are you saying to adjust the box office? Or no, you just,
2: I'm not saying adjust the box
1: Of box all office. time. I mean, I know they say like "Gone with the Wind." If you if you worked it out to today's money. But you're asking me, dollars and cents, the highest grossing movie of all time.
2: Yes. Now, you should know this. It's been the same movie for a long time.
1: Mm, Okay, that's a good hint. I'm going to say The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. (laughs) Am I crazy? That is the lowest. By the way, speaking of that movie, Gary sent me a weird fucking email. What? He goes, "Uh, I just heard from people from this movie. They want to know if you want the movie The Man Who Killed Hitler and Bigfoot. So I was like... If you want the movie. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck's he talking about? Like, doesn't he know I've been talking to Robin about this for like three weeks on yeah. the air? I don't think he listens to our show. So then I looked it up. I said, oh, maybe it's a documentary on Hitler and Bigfoot. Like, because how could he possibly not know that?
2: That you've seen the movie.
1: Yeah, and I was just... I, I was going to write it back. I go, Gary, do you listen to the show? But then I just, I deleted it. I, I did. you didn't even bother to answer. <coughs> Gary, why'd you send me that email?
0: I didn't send it to you. I sent it to Laura. But I, I yeah, I, I know. I, you know what? I, I just kind of sent it off quick. I, I, I know. I heard you talking about it, but yeah. I was, I guess, I didn't hear that you were were had seen it. I know you were talking about it. And I do listen.
1: <coughs> I, I, I thank you. <coughs> oh my god, <laughs> <coughs> fucking guy! I don't know what's going on with him.
2: Well, it wasn't that
1: movie, Howard. Yeah, all right. What was the highest-grossing movie of all time? Now, it's got to be... I mean, I talked to you for three weeks straight about how I watched this movie, Hitler versus Bigfoot.
2: Oh, we went through everything about the movie.
1: I did a whole routine on it. And he doesn't know that. And he's the producer. <coughs> what do I make of that?
2: I think that's one of those Blips? <coughs> blips? <coughs> <coughs> it's hard to explain
1: excuse me both they want to know if you want to watch The (laughs) Bachelor I just feel like sometimes he's like not tuned in to what we're doing right Uh, the highest grossing movie of all time
2: are you waiting for somebody to give you an answer no no
1: no I'm really thinking I want to get it right I want to win something (laughs) what do I win
2: my respect
1: all right, let me think about it during this song about Baba Booey. <laughs> let me think. I see. I was going to say a superhero movie, like a Superman type movie, but you know, or, or Marvel. But you
2: really don't know what what has been. The I'm going to say Forrest time.
1: Gump. No, I don't know.
2: Well, until now. It was Avatar.
1: Oh, Avatar.
2: The um I like that. James Cameron
1: movie. I didn't know that.
2: And before that, I think it was Titanic. He had like the two best. And now he has been unseated
1: by Avengers Endgame. Well, I haven't seen that yet. But this, I read the, an article on it the other day and they ruined the ending. For
2: oh, me. no. It Fuck is the end. Un- well, you know, you did take your good sweet time. I know. I w- I'm waiting <laughs> for it to come out on video. The uh, Avengers Endgame is the undisputed all time champion of the box office.
1: When is it coming out on video?
2: The sci fi story is now the highest grossing film after earning nearly $2.8 billion at the global box office. I'm going to watch it on my iPad. Avatar.
1: Ugh, this I do.
2: past weekend. <laughs> you just take the wind out of my sails. I know, it drives you crazy. When you I've, say that.
1: I do, I've watched every one of the Avengers Oh, no my wonder
2: my you don't know what they're about. Avatar had been the box office champion for 10 years. Wow. With Disney taking over the Fox film empire, it is now the home to seven of the top 10 highest grossing films
1: of all time. Yes, Ryan. <laughs> Quickly, Ryan, in Michigan. Hello, hello. Yeah. Uh, quick question: Who does the, who's clearing their throat all the time in the background? Is that who is that? <coughs> That's uh, Gary. That's a drop of Gary. <coughs> Gary. <Yeah. coughs> Gary. Papa Gary's What? doctor. What? Pa-pa-fooey. Yeah. What? What kind of listener are you that you don't know that what, about Gary? He's Cle- a worse
2: Cle- listener than Gary. <laughs> yeah. But
1: the, he, Ryan could be my producer. <laughs> all right, Robin. Back to you.
2: Well, speaking of Seth. He's in the number one movie at the box office this past weekend. What is that? Because he is one of the stars of the new Lion King live-action Disney remake. And it earned $185 in its debut weekend in the U.S. and Canada this weekend. Yeah,
1: I'm kind of fascinated by that. I mean, the technology, my wife wanted to go see it and everything, but then I read some reviews that were a little iffy. Really? They said it was too long and stuff, but they said the technical part of it is great. And But I didn't want to, you know, I'll see that. I'll definitely watch that when it's on video.
2: Yeah, it was interesting to me because they were saying, yeah, Beyonce and Seth Rogen starring in The Lion King. And I was like, they never saw each other.
1: Yeah, I like the old days when they were like in a lion outfit. <laughs> that was and, on
2: Broadway. And
1: it would be Beyonce and uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen actually like in lion costumes. <laughs> crawling around yeah. on the ground why did why did they ask me to be a voice in the lion king don't you think i would have been a would good play who did seth Rogen play i don't know i'll play that character <laughs> pretty sure i could do a good job you know who's in it too eric andre
2: is he you
1: know, how come he got how angry? did he get into that movie and why wasn't i asked I maybe they know. think my price was too high
2: but you know san diego comic con is going on now that's the big one
1: yeah did you see what ralph uh instagrammed yesterday no what did he some dude showed up in a fart man costume it was pretty good really very accurate yeah except he had a nicer ass than me and his ass wasn't that nice <laughs> but yeah yeah some guy had like it oh like, i
2: have to go look
1: look like the real thing wow maybe he
2: does have the real thing do you have it
1: I don't have it. I'm not saving that shit. <laughs> Keeping it real.
2: Well, uh, it's all uh Marvel Universe. Right. That was what was the big news coming out of Comic-Con. Right. Because after Endgame, you haven't seen Endgame. But it ended that whole 12-movie arc of the Avengers.
1: Yeah, but you know what they'll do. They'll go back in time and pull out different stories and get a younger cast
2: well they've already decided what they're doing they're jumping all over the world in time comic
1: books do that all the time
2: and so they announced a slate of a bunch of movies that are going to be coming in the next couple of years
1: keep it coming boys i'll never get tired so you know
2: that scarlett johansson's black widow character died no you don't know why am i talking to you i can't talk to you
1: there's a lot of people you can't talk to. <laughs> Just move on to the next story.
2: No, well, Black Widow is going to have a movie oh, in 2020.
1: Oh, you are so. Oh, my. get out of the way, please. All the folks with oh, me, this, oh. is this is the, one of the worst catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why don't you, you don't go don't like see me. say that's you really don't like me. Oh. I've decided. Stop it.
2: I Wow. Why the
1: hostility, Rob?
2: Stop it. I completely... I was like...
1: Wow, you are the you spoiler. You said you
2: just read a whole thing that spoiled everything. Let me alone.
1: No, I didn't know that. Right, let me alone.
0: Let me be, will you?
2: <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in 2020. Eternals coming out in 2020. No. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings 2021. No uh wandavision 2021 mm-hmm. loki 2021 loki. dr strange and the multiverse of madness in 2021 what if i like Doctor in 2021 strange. hawkeye 2021 Thor, love and thunder and i won't tell you what's going to happen yeah. there
1: <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert
2: to you you just don't stay up with things
1: oh by the way hulk is upset because there's no new hulk movie you didn't mention that hulk what happened there
0: Bullshit. hulk is a good character exploring concepts of id and super ego they make lady thor movies
1: You guys obviously, yeah, he's, very full upset. Yeah, he's not going to calm down and be Dr. Bruce Banner.
2: No, no, I think he's yeah. too upset. And and we're the wrong people to yell at.
1: Right.
2: Yell at the people from Marvel.
1: Anything else, Robin?
2: Uh, I'm always telling you about the dangers of uh, the beach. And what happened? A 37-year-old man died on Friday after he was struck by an intense wave that knocked him to the
1: ground See? and broke his neck. Wow i tell you, when I was a kid and I'd go to Jones Beach, some of those waves, I mean, I'd be underwater for a real long time.
2: Yeah, well, they say you should not turn your back
1: to the ocean. I always turn my back. My (laughs) father always said, turn turn your back to the ocean. (laughs) That is
2: the wrong message. (laughs) Lee Dingle of Raleigh was playing on the beach Mm. of Oak Island with some of his children when... He was hit by this powerful wave in a freak accident, according to his wife. He He was playing on the beach with their three kids, and an intense wave just knocked him over, slammed his head into the sand, and broke his neck. Jeez. It's crazy. Like, that is as freaky as it gets. You're standing there playing with your kids, and the next thing, you're dead. It was too late. It was such a catastrophic and high neck injury that... There was
1: no saving him. I'm not a big wave guy. In fact, you know, for years I advocated blowing up the moon. That would solve the problem of waves.
2: There'd be no tides, you think?
1: There'd be no tide. (laughs) You wouldn't have to deal with any. That guy would be alive if I had become president. If
2: somebody had listened to you.
1: Right. Right.
2: Well, they didn't. But, yeah, these
1: strange,
2: strange occurrences. But do not turn your back on the ocean.
1: Hi, Joe. You're on in New York.
0: Hey, Howard, big fan. Hey, uh, you've read all the comic books. Uh, has the Hulk ever gotten laid, like, as the Hulk?
1: Oh, well, my God. actually, Dr. Bruce Banner would be mid-coitus and then conjure <laughs> up the Hulk so his penis would grow.
2: Oh, stop it.
1: And it, it, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, there was one comic. I I forget which one it was. You have to go look it up, but uh, it was years ago.
0: Uh, I wonder who who's the character he ever had sex with. I mean, that had to be some woman.
1: He, yeah, his cock expanded so much as he became green, and it blew this chick's mind so much. Blew her mind. And- it blew her apart. <laughs> she had to go in for surgery. Yeah, um, yeah. kills
0: everyone he has sex with.
1: And, his, and then his load was like a... um, It, it was, was like it, a tsunami. A tsunami. <laughs> a fire right? a t- it was like a fire hose. Knocked a woman over. She blew across the room. <laughs> and I remember it because Hulk was very veiny. He had thick... Green veins and in his cubs, <laughs> and he shot ropes. <laughs> he knocked over one woman and killed her. One,
0: one of, of his family, loads
1: like... uh, uh, drowned half a Tokyo. <laughs> if, you, if you can get audio of him having sex, that'd I have be amazing. it. I have that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. In fact, did you ever oh, see the movie Hulk's Load versus Godzilla? <laughs> All right. Anything else, Robin?
2: The Social Security system is on pace to pass an ominous. Tipping point next year as the program slides into insolvency. Due to the rapid increase of retirees, the program will pay out more in benefits in 2020 than it takes in.
1: Hulk's testicles are like basketballs, Robin. When
2: More he, than fifty-four million Americans receive benefits today. That is the largest number. Did you in know history. that? What did you say? His
1: balls are the size of basketballs. I did not know. Yeah, that. yeah, they're big, manly, and hairy. His balls. Yeah, well, on the old TV show, he always kept his pants on.
2: <laughs> somehow his balls never got exposed. No, his
1: ball, it, it, somehow his pants knew to <laughs> continue to cover his balls, even though he had just grown 500 times his size. Right. Yeah, how fortunate.
2: Now, um this is an occurrence that uh, doesn't happen all the time either, because I think men feel for each other in the department of their genitals. You know, whenever I could, would tell you a story about Somebody's genitals being injured, you would feel their pain. I know. And you know how important that thing
1: is to your manhood. Yeah, people don't realize that, you know, one time I was rubbing Fred's balls and he like (laughs) shouted out, he screamed out. It was a little rough. Rough. I didn't think I was being rough.
2: But, yeah, you got to ask your partner what you're up to over there. But a Florida man has been arrested after he allegedly tied up a man he caught sleeping with his wife earlier this year. Mm. And he used scissors to cut off
1: his teeth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: His name was Alex Bonia
1: bone <laughs> Bonia,
2: and hey boner uh, he broke into his neighbor's home on sunday held the man whose identity was not released at gunpoint before forcing him into a bedroom and then dismembering him
1: right. i guess we got to be more relaxed like spade was with jack Nichols.
2: yeah you gotta say eh, what's the big deal right He's now been charged with uh, two counts of cruelty toward a child, an count each of burglary, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, false imprisonment,
1: and the use of a firearm. And by the way, try to, you know, think a little bit rationally. Be mad at your wife, not the guy she's fucking. You really want to get technical.
2: Yeah, and uh, the guy who he did this to, he was taken to the hospital, but the status mm. of his severed appendage mm. is as yet unknown.
1: By the way, let's plug the scissors company. I have scissors at home. I can't cut paper. With I can't
2: cut anything.
1: You can't cut anything. Do you have scissors like that? My scissors yes, I
2: get my scissors and I'm like trying to cut like a, a, yeah, cardboard. a package, <laughs> you know, work. just the tie, the thing that comes tied around it. Right. Can't do a thing yeah, with it. i you. But yeah, those scissors, he must have sharpened himself. And what is it with our opioid crisis?
1: What's going on with that? I'm not up on it.
2: Well, they say there's an opioid crisis, and every day people are ODing mm. on uh, both street drugs and illegal fentanyl, which is supposed to be a 100 times stronger than uh, the regular opioids. Right. So now it seems that everybody needs to be ready for an overdose.
1: Yeah, they walk around with those uh, pens, though. EpiPen type thing, right? Well, it's some kind of
2: a pen. Delta Airlines will soon have doses of Narcan included in their emergency medical kits aboard all flights. Right. The emergency medication used to reverse opioid overdoses is being added after a passenger on board a Delta flight tweeted about a man's death saying, Stewards other passengers and even a doctor were unable to save him Delta says the medication will be available by the fall so far United Frontier and Alaska Airlines all have already added the life-saving medication to their fleet
1: I understand why a doctor couldn't save the guy but the steward should have been able to
2: (laughs) but I don't know why are people so miserable and what are they trying to escape
1: Robin you ask such big questions
2: why is it every time a medication comes down the pike, people take it? I just want to know.
1: I'm assuming that's um, rhetorical. Yes. Yeah,
2: okay. You don't have an answer for me, do you?
1: Later, I'll tell you. Off the air.
2: <laughs> Here's something interesting. Yes. Uh, Pampers is coming out with a technology alternative to pulling back a baby's diaper to see if it's wet. Go ahead. The company calls it. A smart diaper. I like that. It's called Lumi by Pampers. The diaper has a sensor that sends information to a mobile app.
1: Wow. How great is that? Pampers
2: says the sensor also will track the baby's sleeping pattern. The new line comes with a baby monitor and a 10-day supply of diapers. There's no word Hmm. yet on how much smart diapers will cost.
1: We got to put that on Richard. <laughs> Put See him in a diaper. Work. You've got duty.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's just a. Well, I guess duty would be wet too. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Richard's duty usually. Richard's
1: duty is duty's very wet. Yes. Yeah. So not uh, to be gross, but it's very wet.
2: You don't have to worry about whether your baby's diaper is wet or not. It'll tell you mm-hmm. on your phone.
1: Thank you, Robin.
2: Yeah. And I do believe that that technology I talked about with e- that Elon Musk was proposing, joining your computer, joining your a brain, brain yeah. your brain to a computer would be awesome.
1: I'm excited about it for Fred.
2: It's <laughs> like Neo in the Matrix.
1: Yeah. I'm going to plug Fred in.
2: You want to learn how to fly a helicopter?
1: Hold on. Let's i'll download that. it into you awesome how soon can they get that to me
2: <laughs> i don't know but it's uh, that's that's what's amazing about it yeah. you want to speak another language anything <laughs> could be downloaded at a moment's notice Fantastic! and your your brain would be used to using that information
0: i can identify any woman if she sits on my face Mm. Pussy
1: ID. Delicious. (laughs) That's Ronnie Artificial Intelligence. Okay, very
0: good. R.
2: Kelly's on his way to New York. He's currently being held in solitary confinement in Chicago's Metropolitan Correctional Center on felony charges. He'll be moved to a Brooklyn court on August 2nd to answer charges. He recruited young women and girls across the country and subjected them to sexual abuse. All right. So he's going to get to travel a little bit. Okay. Uh, the whole thing with Trump and the squad is continuing. People were talking about it all weekend and it put me into quite a quandary, Howard. Okay. The president revels in making headlines every day. Right. So he continues to tweet about these women and then the rallies, they, they start chanting. One, one is the crowd chanting, send her back last week at, I think, a North Carolina, uh, event.
0: Omar
1: has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. 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 (laughs) Remember screed. Send her back. Where's she going to go? Send her back.
2: (laughs) So uh, Trump said he disagreed with that chant. One, two.
1: He said he didn't let it go on, but... Yes, he did. He did.
0: Why didn't you stop them? Why didn't you ask them to stop saying that? Well, number one, I I think I did. I started speaking very quickly. It it really was a loud... I disagree with it, by the
1: way. But it was quite a chant. And uh I it's weird when Donald like says that he he did yeah something. something
2: you know is blatantly not true, yeah, so he didn't stop any any uh chance, he just said he disagreed with it after the fact, and
1: uh, I only let him say fifteen times, usually, <laughs>
2: then I stop
1: usually I let him say thirty,
2: <laughs> so he said he didn't agree to with it, but uh, you know, the tweets about these women and their un-American activities and his feeling that they, they aren't capable of loving the country continued over the weekend. And so there were panel after panel after panel talking about whether the president is a racist or not all weekend. Mm. And I thought, well, what does, what are you supposed to do in a situation like this? First of all, once he's done it, is it news if he keeps doing it? Yes. It is? So you have to report on every tweet every time?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) I like that I have an answer.
2: And then since this is helping the president. Yes. In his question, you think it's bad for the country, but it's helping the president's campaign. And you feel the president's not good for the country. And you think it's divisive. I I really think this is a, I've never seen us in a situation like this as a country. It is
1: crazy. You're absolutely right. I don't, I don't, not in my lifetime have I seen something like this.
2: Yeah. And so it's, you've got people defending the president and saying it's not racist because he would have said this to anyone who's saying these things. But I don't recall him ever saying to a white person, go back to where you came from.
1: I don't either. Because. White people don't say that to white people. (laughs) They say it to black people. to go back to Africa. So,
2: yeah. So then it raises the argument. Cory Booker says, you know. Plus,
1: to answer your question, because he's the president, he's hard to ignore. So, yes, it continues to make news.
2: Well, but I'm saying it's all... You know, when you when you continue to cover it and have people on saying I hate this, I don't like it, the president's a racist and then you have other people saying, no, that's what the democrats say every time they want to shut you up. It adds to the division.
1: Yes, in and the that, country. I don't think there's been a time in our nation's history with the exception of the Vietnam War that there's been
2: Well, even then there wasn't this kind of debate.
1: That's true. Yeah. Very unusual times or that seven.
2: the the news media was involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the people hoping to become the next president says our current leader is worse than a racist. Now I don't know what's worse than a racist. One sixteen.
1: Yeah, what's worse than a racist, Fred? You know everything. Who's what's worse than a racist? Child murderer. Okay. Oh, good had an good answer, answer. Mm-hmm. right away. Who knew? Not even a thought. Nope. He is actually using racist tropes and racial language uh, to, for political gain. He's trying to use this as a weapon to divide our nation against itself. That's the guy I tried to set you up with, Cory Booker. Booker. I wanted you to be First Lady.
2: (laughs) First Lady of what?
1: (laughs) Of the United States.
2: (laughs) He wasn't running for president. Well, I
1: had hopes for him.
2: (laughs) And then Trump, I guess, uh, showed up at somebody's wedding. You know, you do all these kinds of things when you're running for re-election, where you wind up in uh, different places. So there was a wedding going on in New Jersey, and the president decided to pop in. One-four.
1: Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. And that's great the groom. Thank you so much. Where's it's the, the groom? Handsome. Look at his luna shoulders. Fresh, thank you, sir.
0: Nobody going to mess with him, right? <laughs> oh, no.
1: uh-huh. They're the They're best. best. That Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. We love you so much. Yeah. Yeah. We love whole We, love support we love you. support have all yeah,
0: supporters here. We have all
1: supporters here. Wow. It was at his golf club, by the way.
0: Well,
2: of course. Yeah, right. But. You know, they didn't expect him to show up at the wedding, but he heard they were supporters, so he did. And Vice President Mike Pence is now suggesting that the president might take action if the crowds at his coming up rallies begin to chant, send her back. And he said, quite frankly, there are a lot of people who are frustrated about certain congressional members. 117.
1: Oh, I'm not going to get into it. Engaging in that kind of reckless... Uh, rhetoric whether it be anti-semitic rhetoric whether it be referring to border patrol agents as running concentration camps and- people are allowed to be critical of the government
2: not this one you always get pushback meanwhile the president has also coined a new term presidential harassment he accused the washington post of doing that in a tweet this weekend he did not uh, cite a specific article, but he said that uh, the Washington Post was tantamount to presidential harassment for whatever they do, which is called reporting.
1: Fred, wouldn't it be wor- like, what's worse than a racist? Wouldn't it be like a racist who parks in like a handicapped parking spot? Yeah. That, <laughs> wouldn't that, <laughs> that, that kind that would of be, qualify too? <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. On degrees, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. anyway. And uh, President Trump says he's going to meet with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer after Schumer made a visit to the border to see the conditions under which uh, people are being kept while they are detained, pending permission to enter the country or leave. Uh, he went to a facility that is run by Catholic charities, but the others, he said, were awful. The president praised Schumer and other Democratic senators for their visit, saying this is a great thing. Trump also said that, uh, Senator Schumer wants to meet with him and he'll set up a meeting ASAP. So that nice. was a good thing. There, go. there were also problems with Iran. They, uh, boarded off. a, a British ship and, and, uh, took it, took custody of it over the weekend, which is increasing tensions in that area. Uh, Iran. Theresa te- May says she's going to be meeting about that with her Tehran. cabinet today in Great Britain to see what they should do, what kind of response they should have. Te-
1: oh. and Tehran. Tehran.
2: So, you know, right. uh, there was a higher up from Iran, who Iran said, look, when you make a <laughs> treaty with a country that changes presidents every four to eight years, It doesn't mean you get to rewrite the treaty. It's a, it's a deal with the country, not with the particular president. He makes a
1: point. Sometimes you say Iran, Iran. And sometimes you say Iran. Because you Iran. said Iran today, but one time you said Iran. Well,
2: nobody's going along Iran. with me. I have to
0: go.
2: <laughs> Tehran. i beaten down.
1: I like when you say Tehran.
2: Tehran. Tehran.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love
2: but it. But anyway, yeah, the Iranian Iranians make a little bit of sense. And I also read an article in the New York Times that said the new agreement that President Trump is proposing to Iran looks an awful lot like the Obama agreement. Of course. So They should have just, just kept just ridiculous. It. I know. Jalapeno.
1: Jalapeno. I didn't Jalapeno.
2: say that. Jalapeno. Jalapeno.
1: Jalapeno. No. Jalapeno. Te- <laughs> Tehran. <laughs> All right, Robin. And that's what's happening. Thank you so much.